0: Life Audio.
1: Today on Talk About That, John compares himself to Larry Bird and tries to correct his horrible posture. Meanwhile, I wish I was more optimistic and tell the incredible tale of the shortest player in Major League Baseball history. Plus a conversation about disappointment and what it really means to be tested by God. Today's episode is not sponsored by Acoustic Guitars. Just learn three chords and you have everything you need to ruin someone's bonfire party. But first...
2: discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact
3: Strap in, buckle up another episode, talk about that Johnny John taking our friends down to Bantertown (sighs) maybe you heard of it Johnny it's a perfect time of year for it for Bantertown?
1: yeah we I, have, love how they... I like that we have all four seasons in Bantertown. Yeah. You ever hear people say that? They always talk about how they like where they live because they get four seasons.
3: Someone said that, that we were we were in an airport together. Uh-huh. Who said that? I can't remember. You heard it too, though, right?
1: Yeah, but they like talking about that. I was like, do we, though? Yeah, but it's like... We
3: get like a day of spring. Because people
1: say that, like, oh, you could live in California, <laughs> but you don't get all the seasons. You're like, yeah, they skip the bad ones. <laughs>
3: exactly. Like, you get the seasons you want yeah. there. Yeah. I do like it being a little cold mm-hmm. at Christmas.
1: Yeah, it feels more Christmassy. Yeah. you don't But want it's usually
3: not cold at Christmas. us.
1: Not, no. not here. It can be a little nippy out, but not... Yeah, it's never snowing, hardly. Never. Mm-hmm. We never have a white Christmas.
3: I like the idea of four seasons, but I don't feel like we have much of a fall or a spring anymore.
1: Yeah, it's like two weeks. Yeah. It's in spurts.
3: And it can turn back to, like, 98. Like, there are times... 1998? A Johnny, it feels Wasn't like 98. Wasn't that – doesn't it, though? If you're not a Vols fan, by the way, people say feels like 98 all the time because that's the they're, last time we won a yeah, national championship. They're
1: saying this may be our year. Right.
3: Is it ever, though, John? No. It's <sighs> more likely to be 98 degrees. Oh, we did have an 11-win season, which is the first time in 20 years. So, I mean,
1: yeah. it could feel like 98. But we play 12 games now. Did
3: they change the na- – the?
1: Yeah, because we used to play 11 ah, games. yeah, that's right. So it's easier to get to 11 wins. Mm. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. That come preach? on now
3: guys some of y'all been somebody been...
1: literally moved the goalposts
3: literally well
1: well we didn't. did when we beat alabama
3: we did we tore the them goalposts. down into the river that's right which is another ut thing is the ceremonial marching of people the know what we're
1: talking about
3: i don't think they do if we... you listen to the show you know we're there, fans. there's actually a lot of new listeners right now. oh welcome new listeners so if you didn't know we're not trying to like put you to some we hope like you enjoy your next podcast some sort of you know regional square hole and you have this round peg of desire of what you want for this podcast and you're thinking Mm nary shall the two meet but we want this to fit for you you know what I'm saying so we're I like to over communicate Johnny over communicate
1: that feels like you're yeah you don't want to be all things to all people in that way, or are you just pandering?
3: I was like, are you just right now misquoting scripture? It's like Paul says, you don't want to be all things to all people. Well, I think if Paul
1: had a podcast, though, he would just say it like it is. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't change his message. See,
3: I theorize if Paul had a podcast, yeah. that he'd be really soft-spoken. Oh, really? And, and maybe crying a lot, because he said, when I came to you, I came in fear and trembling and tears. Tears. So, huh? what if it's just like...
1: I think we think that he might be abrasive but maybe you're right. Maybe he maybe if you get him if you get him in a room, you put a microphone in front of him.
3: Well, it's the reverse engineering of of things like if he mm-hmm. says, "You guys say it about me when I'm with you, I'm really timid and soft-spoken, but then yeah. I write these letters, they're really strong and bold." So yeah. what we can what we can extrapolate, Johnny,
1: uh-huh. from that. Yeah. Is that he was a keyboard warrior. He yeah. kind of uh he got his boldness as he wrote.
3: Yeah. I mean, because the dude preached one time, and a guy died from boredom. Like he fell out of a window.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he was maybe just really sleepy. Maybe maybe know. he worked third shift. If you look
3: in the in the Greek, Eutychus's uh-huh. true cause was he died of boredom. Okay. It's right there in the in the message.
1: Eutychus is where we get the word boredom.
3: I would like to take the message and create an amplified version of it. So if you don't know what amplified is, right, paraphrased. No, no. Amplified is not. Oh, amplified is. What was paraphrased. They add parentheses, parenthetical yeah. asides in the middle uh-huh. of the sentence that tell you what, like those words would mean. Right. So, like, if it tell you what the English word would mean, but ex- expound upon it. So, mm-hmm. if it says, you know, let your gentleness be known to all men, in the amplified, it'd say reasonableness, uh, tolerance, and have other words there okay. that that word gentleness can be translated as. So it's like yeah. a, it's almost like having. A translation slash minor commentary embedded so you don't have to go somewhere else to see it. You don't just make it one English word. You kind of get a fuller expression. I love the Amplified. It's my favorite. Yeah. What if you took the message, which is already now truly a paraphrase, Mm -hmm. okay? And then you created your own Amplified version. So, like, whatever it is that they said that they thought it meant, now you expand it and add parenthetical other ideas into it. I like that. I got a name for it. Okay. The Gist. Yes, the GST, the gist. Yeah. That'd be great.
1: We're going to give you the gist of this whole this, thing. This
3: morning, we're going to be reading from the GST.
1: Um, um,
3: yeah. You're going to get the gist of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's a lot of, you know, it's one of those like. It's like the Cliffs Notes. Yeah. And I, I like how you put the the S on Cliffs Notes. It is. It's Cliffs Notes. It's not Cliff. And, that's correct. Clift. But in just modern daily. Well, it used to usage. be that was what it was. It was Cliff
1: Notes. But then this company. That made Clift notes was called Cliff's notes. They were making Clift notes though, if, I, I if I'm not wrong. But, but every stu- notes was first.
3: Every student I've ever known just says Cliff notes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah they, it's Clift. They, they,
3: but it's Cliff's simpler.
1: But it's Cliff's notes because they were a company that made Clift notes.
3: The, but they're literally already wanting to do something shorter <sighs> than right. the regular. By so the way, they only, I,
1: by the way, I didn't go to college, so I don't know how I even know this, but.
3: Well, you know, like you know, way more than anybody I know. I
1: don't, I don't know how I know about Cliff's notes and Cliff's notes. But, but we've literally
3: met it. But I guess Note people did version. use them in high school. We're going
1: to give you the gist of what <laughs> the construction and always production. Love, of I
3: always love that GST.
1: Cliff notes. Yeah, it's going to well, be. something. We did
3: GST in a in a video or something one time, didn't we? I don't know. We made that joke before. I, I think lo- actually, I'd like to say. Rarely, I think that was my joke. Mm. I did gist. I did GST. I don't think
1: so. But I do think you came up one time in a video with a press conference where we talked about uh, uh, what was it? It was basically performance enhancing drugs for church for growth church, church growth hormone. Yes, CGH. Uh, as you know, we've doubled in size, and we would like to go ahead and come out and say that we are not on church growth hormone. Like you were just denying it.
3: If we had Zach, who's the the uh, what was his title? He was the the press secretary. Press secretary or whatever yeah. he was like. All of our growth here is, is organic. It's natural. Natural. We're There's doing the right no thing. We're discipling
1: people. Yeah. It's very inside baseball it church is. culture. I
3: think GST was mine, too. You got to give me something here. I don't know. It's not great. You've never used it or anything till mm. now. No. I mean, it's, whole, it's, just, it's mediocre comedy. You want credit for it? <laughs> I mean, some could say you've made a whole career out of mediocre comedy. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Hang on. That was. That's my job. That was unkind. You need to sit down. <laughs> if if i ever go after johnny you could feel the whole like wait a second my role.
1: i'm supposed to punch you're supposed to be a good sport about it yeah yeah i don't know we were talking uh, a minute ago before we started recording about how you this is the only relationship in your life where you're the optimist (laughs) and so it's very jarring to you what did i say to you i can't remember but i was feeling like Things are not going to go great. It was like, a joke.
3: It was a joke oh. that came up with at lunch today. Oh, and
1: I said, I could already imagine it bombing.
3: And I was like, dude, I think it'll do great. And you're like, no. No. And then the other day, I mean, this is real. We actually had a um, some friction. We can't talk about it. Oh. It was minor friction. Oh, I don't remember this. It was like stress friction. Okay. But we were, we were out of town together. Yeah. And I was encouraging you. Right. And you weren't having any of it. You were like, look, your encouragement may not come true. Yeah. So you're just being, you know. And I was like, and by the way, I feel that my you're being a
1: Pollyanna. If that's a does that a reference, I, is that a reference you get? Yes, I get it from the Disney, the yeah. Hayley Mills Pollyanna. Yeah, her she's just pie in the sky. Wasn't she dying in that movie? And yet still has she's like on her, yeah. and she's still just like.
3: But here's the thing, Johnny. I'm not a Pollyanna. Yeah. Like I'm a forecaster of bad things. Hmm. So if I tell you, right? Like, and I I think that. You were being so pessimistic about yourself that you literally couldn't But I'm hoping that it's
1: not true. I'm not like saying, oh, I can't wait to be right about this. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Well, All I was saying is, is
3: I'm pretty confident that this is going to go like this. And could could we tell the listeners? No. Did it? We can't tell what happened. Oh. But was I right? That's really what we want to. You were right
1: about it going well. You're not right about the end result.
3: I didn't, yeah. I wasn't, I was not speculating on the end result. Okay. I was only speculating about what was going to happen that day. Right. Because you were like, this is not going to, I was like, you're going to do great. I don't remember okay. saying it. I'm going to, and I was just like, bro, well, number one, use real words. Yeah. And then number two, you're going to do great. <laughs> and you were like, I might not do great. You yes. did great. And I was right. Okay. And if you ever hear me being optimistic. Yeah. That's a good sign.
1: It's a real good sign. Well, Mike Bigley had this great bit uh, that I saw the other day he's workshopping this bit at the comedy cellar and they had a clip of it that went live. And he's just talking about how in every relationship, do you know who that is? Mike Birbiglia. He's a famous comic. Anyway, uh, he was talking about in every relationship, there's a person who worries a lot. And there's a person that says it's going to be, it's all going to be okay. And somehow in my marriage, I have become the person that says it's going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. And he goes, here's the thing y'all. And he leans in he goes, I don't think it's all going to be okay. (laughs) I don't know how in the world I got this job. It was just such a funny, like, vulnerable moment. And it's true. I think, yeah, if you all, if you both are worriers, you would just spin out. So one person has to be the person that least worries less. And then they they fall in that de facto role of you're the person that thinks it's going to be all okay. And the other person can just go, the sky is falling. And you'd be like, no, no, the market will be fine. Yeah. You know, we'll get the car fixed. Ooh. You know, our child will get into a good college, whatever you have to do to, to keep the car on the road. You do, you say that thing. But then in your heart of hearts, you might disappear into a room and be like, I don't believe any of that. <laughs> like, you have to just, you just have to be that person though. Wow. Cause the other person's a, a bigger worrier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the ultimate worrier.
3: The ultimate worrier.
1: You run, you run to the, <laughs> you run with a panicked, <laughs> you know, your eyes are bulging just like he was. You run to the ring and you shake the ropes out of out of panic, out of sheer panic. <laughs> that
3: is a reference. What's That's
1: funny is the
3: ultimate about warrior. that wrestler,
1: he was one of the worst wrestlers ever. Like anybody that ever does a documentary about him, yeah. they talk about how he was the worst person to work with. And that running to the ring that he did, uh-huh. he was what's called, bl- like in wrestling they have terms, and this term's called blown up, meaning he's already winded. So if you ever watch one of his matches, it never lasts longer than five minutes. He has to like, beat that person quickly because he's already exhausted. <laughs> so like, they would just kind of walk to the ring slow and be like, oh, and the, the, the heel is getting the jeers from the crowd. And they're taking in the moment. He'd run out there. But it's wow. not like he's in such great shape that he can then like, do a, an hour-long match.
3: Wow, He's already done. He's like he's like Kevin at the office doing his laps before his big speech. Yeah, exactly. Then he stops and pukes yeah. in the trash can. Then he can.
1: spills the chili. <laughs> Wait, that's
3: a different episode. Um, we'd like to stop and spill the chili. Oh, just as it for were. a second and uh, hear from a couple of our sponsors. I actually, it's funny when you talk about the, who's actually wearing, who's actually holding it together. That's actually a spiritual journey for me because like again, Enneagram 6, things manifest as anxiety a lot, as fear, they're they're fear motivated. Uh, You would have thought in our early days, I was way more positive.
1: Maybe, or just like delusional. Yeah. Almost.
3: That's how you, I think you would tell me that. Well, John
1: is in such control of his mind. He's just going to, almost like out of Pentecostalism, like, I'm going to say the thing. I'm going to name it and claim it. I'm going to name it and claim this piece that I don't feel.
3: But I would have said that I don't believe in name and claim it.
1: Right. Right. So it was almost like, you were more positive than I was always, but it was almost a little irritating when you would be like, no, no, this person's going to be fine, or this this situation's going to be fine. I'd be like, I don't even know if John believes that or if he's just saying it.
3: Yeah. I rarely say something I don't believe. Yeah. It's not because I'm super honest. I just. That's, I, there's an authenticity thing about me, even when I haven't always been yeah as forthright or as vulnerable as I should have been. Yeah. This sense. It's a justice thing that's real misplaced, but it's a. I don't. I don't. My, so my wife thinks I have some four.
1: Misplaced justice sounds like a TNT show. Misplaced justice. Yeah. yeah. About like a In a judge the- that's been. He gets like, sent back to his hometown to work. You know, He gets thrown off the bench yeah. in this federal job, and he goes back. And it's
3: like the, he's a district attorney. So he's working in a really
1: poor county now. Yeah. yeah. Misplaced justice. That's
3: what they had to do. They had to put him back there in order to, to yeah. pay back his debt to society for the mistake yeah. he made. I don't know if
1: this has ever happened. Maybe it's that's. A a, I don't think it's a real story. It doesn't feel like a sitcom. <laughs> it feels dark.
3: <laughs> it feels like... Uh, Doc Holliday, no. Mm. What was it? Is that the name? No. no. Doc okay. Holiday. Doc Hollywood. Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a fish yeah. out of water. Yeah, yeah. It's a judge out of water. Okay, it's go a, ahead.
3: Yeah, judges love water. Um, but like, right now, mm-hmm. I'm in a place where I feel more trusting. I, I had some dark, some dark times. It's not that I didn't trust God or trust it's going to work out. Well, maybe I could say that, like. I begin to lose faith that things are going to work out, which is a big thing for me, as you said, like in my life. Like, hey, I can hold fast because this is going to work out. Yeah. And, and usually it does. And then a bunch of things over the last several years, especially, have not.
1: Well, and what workout looks like can be different. You know, it could be like, you know, sometimes God's definition of good is not your definition of good. You know, you have to kind of be reconciled to that.
3: And I preach that and I believe that. But there are some things... Yeah. Even if you believe them, I mean, fully believe them. Um, There's a, there's a line in a, in a Stephen Curse Chapman song. Cause you know, they've been through so much. Right. And he says, um, and basically no one can ever really know what that you, you can say and believe these things, but you yeah. really can never know until all the lights go out. Mm-hmm. Like what it's like. And so, cause there's a guy, same thing again, very hey, God's gonna work us all out and he believes that and then all of a sudden you know loses his daughter. Yeah,
1: you get it tested.
3: And you know, that that journey of when all the lights go out, it's a different thing. And there is a I think a a building a testing and I, I hate to use that word. You and you and I would shy away from testing because that was so embedded in our yeah. every every negative experience of people's lives coming out of charismatic circles is God's testing me. And mm-hmm. there's some real bad theology in, in that. Mm-hmm. Like everything happening to you is not necessarily a test from God. But when you really study what those words scripturally mean of testing, then you understand it's more about almost like a crucible, a refining. So it is, it is a test, but it's not like you pass, you fail. It's a formation thing. Yeah. It's through, through this experience, I'm allowing these things to happen to you, and they're going to change you. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna it's gonna suck. <laughs> like it's gonna be hard. It, they don't have to change you. You can run from this. You know, you could you could be Jonah and run from it, you know, or I can change you. Uh and so like but man, it hurts. And so and I'm not trying to overplay whatever pain I've been in versus someone else's, but I I think it's okay. I'm at a stage of therapy in life to go, hey, it's okay to say everybody's got their own pain. Yeah, everybody's got yeah. their thing. Humanity is humanity is a shared um, diagnosis <laughs> You know yeah. We have a shared diagnosis Which
1: isn't That's a, maybe a CBS show
3: <laughs> Shared diagnosis It'd be about
1: Two doctors Who have totally different Like ways of practicing And they get thrown together
3: Yeah like they both The have... judge from
1: the first show Ordered them <laughs> What was the first show called again? Misplaced, Misplaced Justice Misplaced Justice He orders these Two doctors oh, One's sorry. like a wacky Maybe he's like An alternative medicine guy Holistic <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then the other guys like a, by the numbers wow. and he goes, you're going to work this out. And now they have to share a diagnosis CBS this fall, this fall. I like it. And it'll be gone by just before winter. Right. I give it six weeks, one season. Yeah. Half yeah. a season. It will not be, they won't get a they reorder. Didn't pick up the re- the they didn't renewal. pick it up. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I would like to think that one of our shows would do well. I don't know why you're already, again, I'm the optimist in this relationship yeah. and that's really weird.
1: Well, there's no writers now. You know, there's a writer strike. This so is our chance, you know. I listen. With the last time there was a there was some stuff going on. I was with CAA, which is the largest agency in the world at the time. It may still be a creative artist, and I kind of was in, but I was such a tiny fish in that gigantic pond. But my agent, he goes, "This is like if you had any idea in your back pocket, <laughs> like this time. is the time." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'm a scab if I do it." Yeah, you know, you go start pitching things, and they're like, "I'll do it for half of what they're."
3: That's our next show, just like, remember that like, uh-huh. movie The Replacements, which is when all the football players were on strike and these all right. you, people came out and walked on NFL teams. Uh-huh. That's what we do. We write a show about really bad writers writing shows while yeah. the writer's on strike.
1: That's actually good.
3: That'd be a funny, like, right. we just write these all. And then these <laughs>
1: horribly corrupt, like, big, a, like, picking them up because like, we got nothing else. Yeah. This would never pass muster. And then as the show is about to get made. The strike ends. Yes. And then real people come in and go, this is crap.
3: Right. We're but not making this. Yeah. You could, we could like almost create like a Tad Lasso type character of someone who yeah. legitimately no one believes can write it. Right. And this show seems like you, like the show that you're making is, imagine this. Imagine. It's so meta. It's a show within a show within, within a, show. a show. But imagine someone telling you that Tad Lasso, just telling you what it was. Mm-hmm. All right. American football coach. Right. Who is mediocre, but he he's loved. Yeah. Right? He's really cheesy,
2: mm-hmm.
3: over-the-top cheesy, positive. So much that most people roll their eyes. And in order to – I mean, just just listen to the premise. But he's going to go coach soccer. He doesn't, he doesn't even know what –
1: Doesn't know the rules.
3: – what it is but in order almost like to spite her ex-husband billionaire husband and now she owns this club this owner of this club is going to bring in this, right. this football american football coach you go that's that i don't know if that could work
1: that's definitely not three seasons
3: no so like yeah but it ended up being something special to people mm-hmm. because of the character development right
0: that's, that's what this,
3: that's what our shows about like you're doubting the replacement writers all right but we come up with something johnny you we, know what we come up with Misplaced justice Uh huh And shared diagnosis and shared diagnosis we start just pitching shows Left and right Yeah
1: Alright Let's now, see if we can get Timothy Oliphant And all those TNT Kind of actors Yeah On board You know there's There's that group of people Keira Sedgwick Uh huh There's all those people That do those TNT shows and Now some of them They're looking for They're looking for they're The looking next project good.
3: Do you have time To write a pilot Because I'm I don't know I do
1: I mean I spend it On other things probably we both have time, John. Well. You're spending your time doing something.
3: I spend my time recording this podcast. I know. Maybe we should we be have been writing right. shows instead of doing this.
1: Hey, I think we just did. <laughs> We're done. Well, this is, just a, this is, this is what, uh, you know, you could sell the story idea. Now somebody else makes the spec script. I want half.
3: See, I don't know how that, I don't think you can just sell an idea. Even
1: better, somebody listens to this show, steals our idea. They and get then all we of sue it. them, okay.
3: That's look. It's we're way not, better to get money on the back end of a we're lawsuit.
1: Not, we're not going to sue people. I don't. Don't speak for
3: me. We Nobody should sue you we, for saying that. If you just we should threaten to sue, you just committed me to not suing, and I did not agree to that. I have my lawyers on speed dial.
0: <laughs>
3: I do think right now in life there is a joy and there is a a trust that now out of some darkness that. And even some correction, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go deep into that necessarily yet, but some correction that I feel like, man, now I know some things might not work out, Mm -hmm. but it's like it's more clear to me, I had this thought this morning. When you're in ministry, the idea is that things related to ministry are connected to this all things work together for good or God's going to work things out. Like for your soul, your salvation for eternity, the answer is yes, God will work all things out for good. I think a lot of guys get into ministry and they sort of lump that all in. Like, well, look, if this is what God wants me to do and this is the work of the kingdom, then this is going to work out. It's like the two things are connected. Yeah. But if you really look like Moses's call to, you know lead the children of israel out of egypt is fraught with difficulty from start to finish to the guy dies at 120 years of age he goes in they kind of don't believe him the israelites don't believe him yeah at first they're kind of excited then he goes to pharaoh pharaoh says no now you got to make more bricks without hay and they're like what are you doing god doesn't show up is what it looks like and if you look at it, like even the people of Israel rejected him. Egypt rejected him. Israel rejected him. No one believed him. He's, you know, a former murderer. He's, a, you know, the, you were Egyptian royalty, and now you're acting like you're one of us, and you're not. I mean, he's, he's a man with no country, and no one accepts him. And and this goes on for a long time. Yeah. He goes back. And God says, go tell him again. He goes and does what he's told, and what happens? It's awful. Israel, Pharaoh says, no. <laughs> you know, And then, you know, then God does show up and starts plagues. You go, well, this will finally get it. And like, it's one plague's not enough. Yeah. Like, it just keeps going and going and going of whatever it is. Yeah. There's your next show. One plague is not enough.
1: I think it's interesting the way you pronounce plague. 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 It's like a square plague in a round hole. You say plague, don't you?
3: I do say plague. I saw your face. There was was something I said. You knew something was. It was like when I was talking. It's like I'm talking to my daughter, and I can tell something. She's hung up on a word. She's gone somewhere. Her Her, eyes are are drifting. Her brow brow crinkles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, it'd be nice. I see that with people when I'm preaching, too. Yeah. Did you see the video I sent you the other day? No, about the. No. What happened? describe it to me? um, it, it, It was, I think it was that Deuteronomy memes yeah uh account
1: a memes there's so many that. christian meme accounts that and, are just and i'm not on instagram very often like i don't spend a lot of time John, on it's fine
3: whatever no i'm not saying that i'm just saying it legitimate
1: kill your television nobody cares <laughs> what nobody I cares mean? if you have a television
3: it's not on television johnny it's on
1: instagram it's even worse it's in your soul <laughs> it's in your heart okay what happened on this video um
3: this guy's preaching yeah reminded me so much of some experiences we had.
1: Yeah, school, the, like I saw. The, I saw the wise. preacher. You sent me this, the the thumbnail of it. Looks like we knew every East Tennessee pastor you ever saw. But
3: we ne- we we knew a guy. We we served <laughs> under a guy. Yeah. Like, oh wow. And okay. He was like, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best I can. Okay. He's preaching. He's like, right. He stops. And he's like, hey, hey, you. No, don't fall asleep while I'm preaching. No, oh, no. And, whoa, he, and he says, I'm important. Oh, he says it. I'm somebody. I think he says the words, I'm important, I'm somebody. Yeah, He comes down off the stage into the crowd and basically starts berating this man. Mm -hmm. Now, you come in here and fall asleep and and just like, oh my gosh. And then since he's down there and already, you know, preachers, this is a weird thing. Politicians do this too. Now, he's already made um, a fool of himself in some ways. Right. And, And so... And, he doubles and, down instead of like going. Mm, man, he's in it now. He doubles down, and because there's a religious, I think, context to it, he has to double down. Right now, I gotta go. Although I can't come back. They're gonna think that because he's equated himself now as as important. This is this is a God moment happening. Yeah, you're sleeping in it. I'm a holy. It's a
1: holy rebuke now. Right. This is. It's a not touch, just a guy who's got his ego up in no. flames. Yeah. This
3: is touch not my anointed stuff. Right. 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 And so then he just starts turning to another person. And you can't see Oh, them. no. And
1: you He goes, find somebody else to pick up. He
3: goes, and you, you want me to do your wedding. Oh, boy. And you're the worst. I think he says something like, you're the one of the worst members we have. You never come. You, you're just like the first time you've been here in six weeks. She was like, but I paid a deposit. <laughs> I filled out the form online. Well, it's a dude. Oh. And then and then he goes, and you want me to marry you to her? And he points to <sighs> the fiance. Oh, no. And I don't even know her or something. Like, he's just like. Oh, just going off it's on camera yeah and then he walks over and he goes hey stand up (laughs) i mean johnny this is i mean and the camera's getting they see now the guy when he stands up oh boy and he's like stand up big boy he does the big boy it's such an east tennessee thing because you know let's, let's acknowledge the guy's weight yeah while we're doing this and he goes hey you know I love you, right?
1: <laughs>
3: and of course, what's the guy yeah. going to say? He's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy's like, of course, visible, I, I, he's visibly shaking. Big boy, yeah.
1: I, I know, you know you love I said, me, and
3: he hugs him like it, so. He tries to like, yeah, play all this off like it was loving, right? When and he's I'm just, not saying that what he said wasn't true mm-hmm. or accurate to everyone present, or maybe the guy shouldn't have fallen. Asleep. If we
1: all just said nothing but everything we're thinking, even if it's true, yeah, it's still the breakdown of civilization. Yeah. Like I think that's kind of what people we're into now. They're just like, "Well, look, he's on." I like that he just speaks his mind. It's like we're not all supposed
3: to speak our mind no. all the time. Most of Scripture is about not speaking. Yeah, self control. Yeah. yeah. If a, if a man can bridle his tongue, then he is. In oh control my gosh. Of, of his entire, it says his entire self basically.
1: I want to say that I appreciate that you never called me big boy in front of everybody. Hey, you never pointed me out and said, "Hey, big boy." Hey, big boy. Let's make sure the camera gets this. Johnny's Three Bills. And
3: when they turned to it, it was a Shoney's Big Boy. I couldn't believe it. Wow. So they it got a literal one of those big statues. Yeah. He was talking to a statue.
1: Um, it's interesting. That was an interesting turn in our culture when Big Boy was a thing that was a positive because it meant like you're going to get full in this restaurant. Yeah. We have a fat guy for our statue to show you like these aren't small portions. Yeah. And then we had reached a tipping point in our culture where it was like, we're not going to Big Boy. Right. Right. Because we have cholesterol, we have a house full of big boys now, <laughs> and so they started taking down those statues. Yeah. And it was just like we're just Shonies yeah, now. It's just boy. We have a salad bar. We promise everything's going to be okay.
3: Moderation, Shonie's boy.
1: boy. Yeah, <laughs> moderation, boy.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a. All that being said, somebody falling asleep, yeah. I just let it go. Right. Usually, I don't point. What if it's a lot of people?
1: Are you like, has noxious gas been released into the room? (laughs) Well,
3: if it's a lot of, if I see more than two people, which rarely, because I won't look at it anymore because it'll mess with me. I can usually tell us because something's wrong with someone has the air up too high. That's why I'll tell them, keep this place cold. Like if it's, if it's hot, this is,
1: oh, wow yeah. Okay.
3: If it's hot, people are more like, I know if I'm sitting somewhere and someone's talking and it's hot and it's Sunday morning. And I was up watching the Vols. Keep this place cold. before.
1: Yeah, keep So cold. you're doing a little social engineering from the pulpit.
3: I'm just saying it's going to make doing it a little easier for doing them. You're doing a little sociological study. Easier for them to receive. We
1: noticed that the lab rats, when we <laughs> kept it at 68 degrees, <laughs> offerings were up by 12%.
3: Yeah. I don't like your attitude. Well, you know me, John. I'm all about the numbers. And it shows. You cannot argue with the results. I can't you could argue with the results. I can't. I don't I, like to argue. I just think that I'm at that place, though, where I'm going, man, it's not foolish to be hopeful. Yeah. It's Christian.
1: Yeah. I think uh, we talked about that before, but I think that I've learned that about like cynicism. There's a bravery in hope and it's so much easier to be negative because then you can almost make things go badly with your negative attitude and be like, see, I told you. It's like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. But by that same way, if you have fear around a bunch of hopeful people and good things happen, that's, again, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. You have hopeful people. And hopeful people are more, they're more exciting to be around. There's a pleasantness. You always imagine it's like, oh, these delusional, hopeful people. But no, it's like, it's pretty great to be around people who are positive.
3: Well, here's the thing bad things happen to hopeful people, too. Yeah. And I think that's where I want to be.
1: Please don't call your next book that. That's, (laughs) That's a bummer of a title.
3: I think I want to be the guy that is hopeful, regardless. Yeah, like this didn't work out.
1: I'm now we know another way not to do it. Well, is that what you're going to say? Even if
3: like here's what gets me sometimes, I, and this is I think where the crucible has been for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are things I can't. There are things I can do my best and still can't control. Right. Things that in the past when I did my best they worked out differently, and suddenly this mm. is not something I can control.
1: Are you gonna? Are you gonna do the the? The prayer again? Are you going to do the what's the Serenity Prayer? <laughs> God, God, grant me, uh, like God, give me the.
3: How did you reward it? I can't remember. It was oh, I can't remember. Like, I posted. It was like early. Was it MySpace? I can't. It was like early Facebook MySpace. days. <laughs> yeah, it was early, and I posted one day. I spent all day. Man, I was having like the spiritual moment, uh-huh. and really like dealing. This was years ago dealing right. with something, and I posted like this prayer. And yeah, you and my wife both within like two hours. We're right, like, hey you know you just
1: yeah congratulations on coming up with
3: the serenity prayer yeah <laughs> God grant me the okay
1: it was something about the wisdom and the then you go, but the key is knowing the difference and I go <laughs> it was something like you really put your own little John Driver stamp on it <laughs>
3: the serenity prayer God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference like yeah. obviously the guy who wrote this I think it was in the 50s yeah he was probably less wordy than me. Yeah. Yours was, yeah. Yours
1: almost took two tweets. It was like one of two (laughs) and continued on next
3: page. Dear listener, one of two, one of four. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that there is like, here's the thing. It's a, like, I want to be now. I don't just want things to work out. I want them to work out. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be Moses. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I want to be the person that, that, preach? that like when I, when I die someday, I want my legacy not to be just what I did. I don't even know if I want my legacy to be anything. Like, yeah. I think what I, I'm at a place where like, okay, I would really like it if this doesn't work out that I didn't fall apart because mm-hmm. I have fallen apart. I haven't stopped trusting God and all those things. Um, you know, uh, there's another line in one of those songs, um, i've i 've rested i've wrestled i've trusted i've tested like i've done all of it i've mm-hmm. done terrible and i 've done good that that's my story i've done it like i've been foolish and i've also held fast you know yeah and god 's grace has, has has held me in that i i don't want to be done with it I want to keep wrestling with it But in that, I've tested God's patience. Like, there's no doubt I've tested God's patience. I'm not the only one being tested. I've tested him big time. Yeah. And in in the crucible of my foolishness, God has proven himself to be completely trustworthy. And I can, you know, so, but that being said, I just, I'm not asking it not to work out. But man, wouldn't it be great if you're that person? Have you ever been around those people?
1: Oh, you mean that's like, even when it doesn't work out?
3: When it all works out, that they didn't change. Yeah. Like, that they...
1: Yeah, uh... There's a, there's a thing I always think about uh, about that is when Larry Bird coached for a short time for the Pacers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was in the playoff game. I think they were playing the Bulls, Michael Jordan Bulls, which they lost the series, but it was like game six. And I remember one of his players had they had two or three seconds to get a shot off. They take this shot to win the game and it went in. And they panned to Larry Bird's expression and it did not change. Wow. He didn't do the thing where he was like, I can't believe it. He was just like, yeah, we drew the play up. The ball goes in the hole. We live to fight another day. Like, if it had not, like, if it had not gone in, you know he would have known the cameras on him and his face face is not going to change or he might have frowned a little bit. But like, I remember thinking like, this guy's made of stone. Like, how do you? Yeah. I mean, Indiana basketball is everything like, it was crazy to just watch this guy just be like, I've seen it all.
3: I think there's a seasoning, and an ex- again, some things you can't know until yeah. the lights go out. But a guy who's taken so many last-second shots knows. Right. There's a statistical yeah. element to this that I can't control, and I'm at peace with that.
1: Well, and he also has to get his players ready for the next game, because they didn't win the series from that. So he can't be like, we did it, you guys. He's got to be the one guy right. in that locker room that's like, the job's not Stay done. Stay hungry. Yeah. Right. Yeah yeah but i was just i mean it wasn't like he thought about his reaction it was like that's what was in him uh-huh he wasn't like i bet there's a camera on me i can't get too excited here he's just that guy he's just larry bird yeah it was pretty cool i was like man what did i mean i'll never forget that i was just a kid but
3: see that stuff that's that's powerful to me because yeah. that kind of like who would i be if i didn't know anyone's watching mm-hmm. who am i actually you're larry bird and it turns out I'm the spiritual Larry Bird <laughs> uh, really <laughs> not a great looking guy no um, you've got, people are surprised you've got
1: bangs for some reason yeah even though people don't guys aren't really having bangs much anymore and
3: I'm so unorthodox in the way that comes I down. approach life people are a little surprised when yeah. good things happen they're like how did he get Yeah, it looks like that shot shouldn't have gone in right um, uh-huh. I think this is, a, this is a one, it's an apples to apples comparison it really is um, yeah. <laughs> god that's great uh well
1: speaking of faces from the past john oh uh heroes if uh, you will uh i think it's time that we look at this week in history Uh, it's a segment we call talk about then beautiful um thank you
3: i play that live every time
1: this uh, it's yeah on his little casio keyboard (laughs) this week 1789, John, do you know what uh, was proposed to the U.S. Congress by James Madison?
3: U.S. Constitution?
1: The Bill of Rights. The Bill of the Rights cons- comprises the first ten amendments to the U.S. Constitution.
3: Okay, because the Constitution wasn't fully ratified, I think, until like 90... 90- <laughs>
1: Yeah, this was I don't know why they were already amending it then in 1780. It was proposed. No, so. I'll tell
3: you why because the Constitution wasn't going to pass. This was the the Bill of Rights was the compromise between kind of grease the wheels. The two, I see the beginnings of the two parties. They had to have a human rights in addition to all of the representative It uh,
1: comprises it's, the first ten amendments to the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. As you know, John, it, com- it provides guarantees of personal freedoms and rights, clear limitations on the government's power in judicial and other proceedings, and explicit declarations that all powers, not specifically granted to the federal government by the Constitution, are reserved to the states or to the people. Yeah. Um,
3: and that's a big deal. Yeah. That, that, is, that is the essence of the tension of American democracy. Right. Is, is right that right we there.
1: need government, and we also need to protect against government overreach.
3: Right, that, that they said again, everything not explicitly given to the federal government, yeah, is not it. it they don't the, 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 think about the difference between that and other governments, an oligarchy or dictatorship. Right. It's implied that they we have, get the power. Right. Yeah,
1: whenever we say no, whenever we say that, whenever it's not said, we have all the power. Right. Whereas in ours, it's whenever
3: it's not said, you have the power. Right. Yeah, you have, to, or you have to let us. You err on the side of freedom. Give you the power, right. Either through congressional, right. You know, means or by the states ratifying something. So it just it takes away the assumption of a centralized government having all the power, which I know that'd be debated today Mm -hmm. especially with republican and democrat both with the proliferation of so many executive orders and other things that honestly didn't get wrapped up in the courts and we still have that as a remedy right of like hey was this was this constitutionally allowed or not so interesting
1: yeah uh john this week 1786 wow an ad appears in the new york post uh the new york post boy which was evidently wow. a thing. The New York Post boy newspaper. It was
3: the precursor to the Shoney's.
1: For the, of, it, kind of, because it. it's for the first commercially produced ice cream. Wow. The ad read Ladies and gentlemen may be supplied with ice cream every day at the city tavern by their humble servant, Joseph Cow. C O W E. I guess it was <laughs> Cow and not Co. Isn't that interesting? Joseph Cow made the first ice cream. Come on, now. The first commercially produced. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, it doesn't say if the flavor... I, I could do more research to find out, like, what flavors were offered then. But uh,
3: what's your flavor, John? I mean, if I had to just pick... So, say we had Neapolitan or something. I would want to mix a vanilla and chocolate. That's, that's fine. the blandest. Although, but, I
1: really like vanilla. But
3: if I go somewhere... The older I
1: get, the more I'm like,
3: I like a good vanilla bean. Yeah, vanilla... I, I Acting like vanilla is... That's just vanilla. Meaning, like, it has no taste or no-no-whatever. Yeah. Like, vanilla is... The top selling ice cream I've watched the Food That Built America on this is the yeah. top selling ice cream flavor for a reason.
1: But then people do want to kind of add their chocolate syrup and their things to it, their sprinkles and it their... is a
3: good backdrop for yes. other things. It's a palate. I will say this if I go to a fancy yeah. ice cream store, uh, so my daughter and wife are both in the shaved ice mm-hmm. and I just I just don't I can do it. I mm-hmm. do it. But it just it just doesn't do it for me unless it has ice cream mixed in. I'm an, I'm an ice cream purist in that respect. You want shaved ice with ice cream? Did they do. it. Usually they call it stuffed or whatever. So they have like ice cream at the center. And so it kind of mixes. They call it ruined. Or a blendini. Some do those where they blend them. But there's a place here in town now called Jeremiah's and they have shaved ice yeah. and stuff. Or it's Italian ice actually. But they also have yeah. custard. If I had to pick between like what mm. kind of ice cream, I'm a custard guy. Yeah. I'll pick custard all day long. But if I have to have like Jenny's ice cream... Or something that's kind of uppity. Yeah, I will...
1: A lot of those places in Nashville. Or like
3: a frozen yogurt place, I love... And you're going to laugh at this. Okay. I love cake batter,
1: yeah. ice cream. Right.
3: And I'll even do birthday cake, like cake-flavored this ice is, cream.
1: This is... I, sh- I got you on this subject, because John's on keto all the time. <laughs> <And he> just, <laughs> so whenever he wants to... Whenever I say, hey, let's talk about sugar, he's off to the races. <laughs> Did you see, like... How much faster? How much faster? John started talking. (laughs) Then there's the Blendini. Then there's a. Then there's the great Blendini, which is a magician who takes fifteen dollars from your family.
3: (laughs) He makes it disappear. Anyway, you see where my passions lie. Uh, The
1: Laki, L a k i Laki, Lakey volcano eruption was this week, seventeen eighty
3: three. There's a lot of seventeen eighties today.
1: Southern Iceland. Uh, which you were, you spent some time in Iceland, I don't know if it was southern or northern where you were at. You were in Reykjavik? Reykjavik. This is, uh, southern Iceland uh, ultimately caused a famine. Wow. Because it spewed uh, 14 kilometers of lava uh, cubed over the uh, following months, ultimately causing a famine that resulted in the death of about 20 to 25% of Iceland's population. Ooh. So I don't know how, yeah, that's crazy. Lava fountains were estimated to have reached heights of 2,600 to 4,600 feet. Wow. So they had some... That thing really erupted. Yeah. That's something. And it yeah. caused a famine. Uh, yeah. It even caused a, a low flow in the River Nile, resulting in a famine that killed one-sixth of Egypt's population.
3: Holy cow. So this
1: thing clogged up every waterway. It's not great. Wow. And uh, then you came along later on on a missions
2: trip.
3: Yeah. I think in the narrative of Iceland...
1: Yeah. Those are the two big... Yeah. Those are the two big markers. Lava, eruption... In the year 2000. Famine, John Driver's visit. Yeah. John, uh, uh, let's leave this. Let's make this the last one because I think it's interesting. The the shortest Major League Baseball player uh, was born this week, 1925. Do you want to take a guess uh, at how tall he was? He was a pinch hitter for the St. Louis
3: Browns. Let me say that, if that helps. That... That doesn't help. Shortest baseball player. Uh, okay, shortest has to be pretty short. I'm going to call it 4'11". You're way off. Really? He was 3'7". Come on.
1: Yeah, he made him the shortest player in Major League Baseball. He walked. You probably
3: couldn't pitch to him.
1: He was walked with four straight balls on his only time at bat. So he didn't play long, evidently. After his time at bat, he said, Man, I felt like Babe Root. <laughs> That's what he said. So he made a little pun.
3: You put him in every every game. You couldn't find the strikes. I think
1: that's what happened. They couldn't.
3: What they only put him in one you, time.
1: How do you? I don't know. He died of a heart attack in 1961 after being severely beaten in a fight. That so is, he's his first at bat and only at bat was 1951. By 61, he was he was on, he'd beat on him hard up he was a hard time. Heart
3: attack. He died. He beat up a little guy like that. Come
1: on. Of course, maybe it was another little guy. Maybe, we don't we don't know. Maybe he, he was played.
3: a monster. We don't know just because he was. That's true. Maybe he wasn't a great maybe dude. Like yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, we can't
3: make a hero. Out of a human based upon the outward appearance, Johnny. That's right. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: I don't know. Some of y'all
3: been... Some, <laughs> some of y'all been... This sounds like a movie we could write, though. This is the screenplay. Uh-huh. Babe Root. Babe Root. Yeah. And we tell his story. It's and a, maybe we add some more to it. Cause because it, I it
1: feel like kind it, of tragically. And it doesn't feel like it was a, a long career. No. There's a picture of this guy, and it looks like he's a Little League player out there with... Like the catcher is on his knees... And I'm not kidding, that he is taller on no. his knees than this player. How did he make so it? So how did that strike zone's got to be wonk, completely wonky? Wow. But yeah, I don't know how he made it all the way. Maybe it was like a, a gimmick kind of a thing. Uh, he had, a, to be, a he stunt, had to be He's an athlete. Come on a now. stunt to bring him in. Maybe. He stunned dead is more. Like.
3: Yeah. But
1: yeah. Anyway, rest in peace, uh, Eddie He's uh, three, three foot seven.
3: How tall are you again, John? Johnny, that's a whole thing. But uh, It depends on who you ask. I'm I'm somewhere between five nine and five ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say uh, we used to say if you
1: stand up straight, don't you have this device that you wear sometimes now?
3: Fine, an apparatus five, ten and a half is what
1: I went. For. An apparatus that makes your shoulders go back.
3: Well, we you were at the house of the day and yeah. I, didn't I bring that out for one of our? Did I, I loaned it to him? didn't Yeah, I? I think you did. A posture corrector. I haven't used it in years. I really use it if I'm typing and like I get that writer's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll do it to pull my or, or if I'm running and get it sometimes my left shoulder will, will get me if I run long distances. Yeah. Right now I'm in decent running shape, so I don't have it as much but when I first start. Yeah. So I kind of have it mostly to pull my shoulders back, so that because my bad posture will eventually start hurting real bad if I have long mm. book book writing sessions, which I haven't had as many. If you
1: so if you ever run while writing a book, oh, now we
3: double weighted. Let me tell
1: you, like the devil's on your back. Ugh, it's like a won't that preach. Man, I tell you, some of y'all been. Some of y'all need to correct your posture by, I don't know. I don't know. Walking straight.
3: You 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 need to put something from the outside
1: uh-huh. right,
3: onto yourself, right. That aligns yourself. You with put it on
1: yourself. You put it on. It's the what is it? The armor posture corrector of
3: God. Yeah. Put on Christ. The Bible yes. says. You know what I'm saying? You put him on, and and take off the old. Cinch it up. Yeah. Then you can feel free to run. I think I did use that. I think I did it in a summer. You probably
1: did. It sounds like.
3: I a, know I did. It writes itself. I wore it on a Sunday morning under my shirt.
1: Oh, and you did the whole and thing they, of like, you guys notice anything? They're like, no, we don't.
3: No, they didn't. That's the whole point. It's like, you didn't yep. notice, but I'm wearing something that, that is a, now aligning me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to show you. I'm just making myself. Please don't show them. Cause it, it borders
1: on sports bra. <laughs> it, it looked, it had straps and.
3: The straps in the back. It didn't have
1: cups, but it had everything but the cups. Well, didn't it, it? It goes around your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. It had everything but the cups. Yeah. So you were like, you guys want to see it? They're like, please don't. What would you please don't?
3: Seinfeld was the bro? The bro. The man's ear. The man's ear. Yeah. I don't know what we would call this. Yeah. It needs a, a
1: posture. It's a, coupless, it's a coupless bra. Let's not call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Lincoln coupless. Wait, that's a... <laughs> it's a coupless supreme. That's Oldsmobile, isn't it? Yeah, Oldsmobile coupless. Oh, Johnny. Yeah, I'm sorry. You had your chance. I did.
3: Hey, there's pretty exciting things happening, Johnny. In fact... Yes. Yeah. By the time this comes out, the It'll, event yeah, will be yeah, over.
1: Sorry, you're not helping at all. <laughs> sorry, guys. But I do have other shows coming up,
3: so we could say, "Man, what a great show we had last night." I here don't, we at don't know.
1: we won't know. You don't. Now you've messed it up. You can't. <sighs> can't.
3: you're the pessimist and I know. You, there's no chance it's not going to go well.
1: Okay. Well, as long as people come and they're ready to have a good time, that's okay. We're having a show here at, at our home church here.
3: We've sold a good number of tickets. That's good. Well, I'm a big
1: draw, as well, you know.
3: Johnny's kind of a big deal. I'm not. But, uh, hey, by the way, you know you have to do something Sunday morning. You offered that, okay? So I've already put you into. Oh,
1: it. I gotta do a little like uh, yeah. sing for my supper. Yeah,
3: you asked.
1: What's like, the idea? Want me to? But what's the idea? Is it just like to announce it, or do you want me to do a little? I think you could. Oh man, here's the thing.
3: I'll try to. I'll try to introduce you. Oh no! Actually, I'm speaking that day. Are you gonna be here? Yeah, I'll be around. Um, yeah, we don't well, want. We'll... We don't want someone saying. Hey, John's going to come be funny. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want
1: that. Like, We don't want that. No, just... I don't like that. I won't do that. No, but... Yeah, I'll, I'll get up and we'll try to sell some last-minute tickets, John. But okay. it's too late for you, the listener, to buy tickets today. But there are other shows. You can find those at johnnyw.com. Uh, and there's links in our podcast show, too. Like, if you go to talkaboutthatpodcast.com, oh, you can find all of our I archived like shows. That. 260 plus now. Uh... We're careening towards 270, probably. Careening. And uh, very uh, a near derailment.
2: It's a lot. Yeah, it's
1: we're, a lot of, we're coming a lot around of the bend. John and
3: Johnny talking.
1: Yeah. But you can find that. You can even go to the top right link there and support the show. Get ad-free versions of the show. Yeah. But we do love our, our fine uh, supporters and our, our, fine, uh, our fine advertising supporters. Yeah. There's two ways to support the show. One is to be the ad person that gives us money to put your products on the other way is to support us and then we don't we we don't play you those ads yeah so hey y'all need to play ball yeah one way or the other hey pick a horse get in the game yeah like the horse game we're (laughs) we're mixing the horse in the game we're mixing metaphors over here
3: well i mean i guess
1: polo oh that's true that is a game it's a horse it's a match probably a polo match
3: would you call horse racing a game I wouldn't. No, not the way I do it. <laughs> no. That's great. Uh you can also check out johndriver.com. I know Johnny tells you to go to Amazon, but Oh, we don't is. do that. You can just go to johndriver.com. My Amazon page is on johndriver.com. Right. But go Okay, yeah,
1: go to johndriver.com. Yeah.
3: It's not dot I .net pay for that. It's not dot .net anymore. It's never been dot .net.
1: I thought you had johndriver.net for a long
3: time. I, well, you know when the old days had dot I've had johndriver.com for over a decade.
1: Didn't you have to like leverage it from somebody? Uh was there I had a, a friend was a who bidding went
3: and found yeah, we we have to do some work. Yeah, that friend's passed on now, but
1: can you, you was, want to, do you want do you want a ballpark? How much you paid for the rights to John Carpenter? Not as much as you'd think. Oh, okay. it's not that big of a deal. Didn't he want more though? Because no, people domain. sit. they sit did. on domains. He if negotiated they know.
3: the guy down. I think at the okay. time it was a lot of money for. Yeah,
1: him. I want to say he wanted like two thousand
3: dollars. Didn't he? I think originally, but it wasn't. I think we got him down to like seven fifty or something. The the, the seven dollars and fifty cents. Seven dollars and fifty cents. Wow. No, the imagine. Yeah. that's the value. Of my name, mm-hmm. it's not much. But this was ten years ago. It was actually more than that, probably.
1: So your name now? Oh, who knows? Seven seventy-five. <sighs> I'll give you. I'll, I'll sell it. <laughs> I'll give you eight hundred dollars for that domain.
3: If someone wants to make an offer, yeah,
1: yeah, I would be. So go there and send John an email if you'd like to go ahead and buy, buy, the, his buy the domain.
3: You could control the narrative about what happens in my life and career.
1: It's like editing someone's Wikipedia. You can you can wreak a lot of havoc if you own the .com with their name in it. Yeah. You can wreak some havoc. You know, there's also a – I
3: haven't hooked it up yet. By that, I mean. Yeah. I'm just going to make it one of the forwarders. But I, I now own – Okay. JohnCDriver.com <laughs> because some of the new books I'm doing I'm adding the C so right. I'm less confused Very the night theologian
1: very prestigious sounding the, the
3: other John Driver is amazing we have
1: nothing against him there's no. not a beef no he's it's not like a rap
3: I think battle he's in his 80s I mean he's he's older but he's a seasoned theologian in the, in the yeah in the lives I thought South you were America. saying like so you think you could take him no I don't think I could take anybody no. he'd probably be like
1: yeah, yeah. he'd break you in he's half and bench press the pieces yeah
3: yeah all right. Well I'm not the foolish guy that thinks because I'm younger than someone that the truth is, Johnny, yeah, I've not been in a lot of fights. Yeah. I know that's shocking. No. But no, it's not shocking. We've seen you. So <sighs> it's fine. Yeah. Guys, what a fun day. We appreciate you taking the time with us. Uh, hey man, again, really go go see Johnny W. live uh, and walk don't, up and walk up and tell him like, Hey, I listen to the podcast. That's always something you do. I enjoy. do enjoy
1: hearing that on the road. Yeah. And I've been hearing it a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to tell you that. I did a show in North Carolina, and somebody said they said they got there early, and they were so. They said we've been listening to the podcast; we've listened to every episode. Wow! They said tell John We said hey, and I said I will, and I didn't you do didn't it until now. Didn't do it till just
3: now. Yeah, every episode that's a commitment. I want to say thank you to them. Yes, that's um, you know who you are. Johnny doesn't remember your name. It's obvious They're good people. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it means a lot, man. What we're we're still surprised that people we're going to keep making them. They keep coming, you keep man. listening. Yeah, so thanks for doing it, and uh, we'll do it again next week
0: on Talk About That.